Okay, guys, welcome to another episode of Crypto Sense Podcast. This is your boy Carlton CO2 Owens. We're back with another show. It's been a minute, but first, before we dive into today's show, let's first give it up to our sponsors. CoinC is the app that allows you to invest in cryptocurrency while using your pocket change. Skip all the the stress and, and drama, the wahala, as I like to say, when it comes to trying to figure out how to invest in cryptocurrency. Just click the link in the show notes and go right to the app where you then are going to link your debit and credit cards. And it's easy as doing what you already do, which is shop and swipe your card whenever you shop. You get a chance to take your pocket change and start building a cryptocurrency empire. Something that you don't necessarily have to think much about. It just happens as you go. And I mean, who knows? In in five, 10, maybe even 15 years, that pocket change can become a cryptocurrency empire. So go over to the show notes and click the link and you'll be on your way to building your cryptocurrency empire. Uh, we also have Encrypted Apparel. Encrypted Apparel is the flyest cryptocurrency clothing line in the business. You can stay fly, be fly, and cryptocurrency conscious all at the same time. When you go over to wearencrypted.com, that's W-E-A-R encrypted.com. There, make sure you fill up that cart with all types of goodies and use the coupon code CryptoSense when you get a nice discount. That's C-R-Y-P-T-O-C-E-N-T-Z-R-Z for my UK peeps. It's all one word. And you'll get a nice discount on your next online purchase. Go to wearencrypted.com, W-E-A-R encrypted.com. Oh, also go check out their Instagram page. The IG is is is, is, is really dope. Um, it's... Um, in, encrypted gear uh, you get a chance to see some of their latest posts and um, ideas for their new merchandise last but not least is you guys the ones that are listening to my voice you're also sponsors of the show it's because of you we're able to have these paying sponsors but now you can get in the game and help provide support and some uh, some cash to help keep us rolling keep us rocking keeping us going uh, through this journey of cryptocurrency enlightenment Um, you can do that by clicking the last link in the show notes where you can support us with as little as 99 cents we do appreciate it i'm going to say thank you in advance because whoever is listening to my voice and you're being moved by the spirit so to speak to uh, give and support we thank you in advance for doing that uh, but go over to the last link in the show notes and you'll be able to uh, get get plugged in and also see some other things that we're involved in. All right. So this show is actually a continuation of an interview that I did some time ago with uh, whom I like to call Ruben, the, the, the maestro of cryptocurrency security. I had him on the show. We, we had a very extensive talk about security and the idea of of being able to create um, hardware wallet that doesn't necessarily doesn't at all doesn't necessarily doesn't at all connect to the internet which apparently seems to be the the one way that hackers can be able to tap into your your private keys and, and and get all in your business so we had a real, real in-depth conversation and, and Ruben was dropping so many jewels that I had to break this thing down into a, 
a, uh, a, three, a two to three part uh, show. So this is um, part two and three. I decided to not break it up. I decided we're going to do two and three together. And uh, we get a chance to ask him some more questions about, you know, uh, cryptocurrency securities and how to be able to you know, really facilitate that whole process. So shout out to Big Rube uh, doing his thing, him him and his team over at Engrave. So we're going to go right to the next segment. The next voices you're going to hear is going to be Ruben, the founder CEO of Engrave, and myself chopping up some game. Hold tight, don't move a muscle. All right, Big Rube, what's going on? You you there? Yes. All right, fantastic, fantastic. Cool, man. So, look, we're, this is part two of the interview. We were getting into so much good stuff on part one. And the last thing we were talking about where we left off where I want to pick up on part two is I was talking about how the private keys, how the private keys are really um, – such like a pain point for everybody because you know if you lose your private key you know that's it and so what i was saying with part one when we closing out is that uh you know i was posing a question to you about you know you know why the private key is so important and it's almost like when you're dealing with cryptocurrency and you're holding your own currency it's like you're the bank you're the teller and you're the vault all at the same time, you know. But with what you're doing and what what you know, the platform that you've created, you've been able to make that whole process a lot easier. So just talk 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 a little bit more about that. So you mean um, about the importance of the private key, or? Well, yeah, the, yeah, the 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 importance of the private key and how your platform and how your solution kind of makes you know keeping up with the security of the of the cryptocurrency a lot easier than trying to like hold on to the private key uh get you know you you're you're you know with the private key being offline i think that was another point that we talked about how you know the private key never really gets online and so and all the things that go into that and you know how how it it gives you the feeling of being able to have ultimate security but it's not a situation where you feel like you're going to lose that, that physical key per se, or that piece of paper that has your private key on it, you know? Sure. Yes. So I think what we all have to know is that every hack in history, um, it can always be brought back to the single root cause, to a single root cause. And that root cause is the theft of or the loss of the private key. And What's so important about the private key is that every every address, every crypto address, uh, can only be accessed in one way, and that is through the private key that is associated to it. And so, private key and public key comes from uh, very basic cryptography, and the public key is actually derived from the private key. So you don't need to know a public key if you know the private key. You actually also know the address, um, and if you have the private key, you basically have full ownership of everything, if every cryptocurrency that is on the address. So let's say it's a Bitcoin address, you have a Bitcoin public key, and you can send Bitcoin from that public key, and you have a private key, and that private key gives you access to the address. Um, and so it's very important that you manage this private key as far away as possible from prying eyes, 
And that's actually where the whole industry today already goes wrong. So the, I think the best example is simply a cryptocurrency exchange. So if um, today you log on to, to your crypto exchange, the, the only thing you need is a password, maybe a two-factor authentication code, um, and then you get access to all your public keys. But you, at any point in time, you never actually see any of these private keys, meaning the exchange has these private keys in custody for you. And that's why you see so many cryptocurrency exchanges um, doing exit scams, and because they actually have the ownership, the real ownership of your Bitcoin. You just have a, a proxy mandate to the account. You have, just have a password to a platform. And if they don't, let's say, uh, run off with your Bitcoin, maybe the hackers beat them to it and, and they do it instead. And so it all comes down to the mismanagement of these private keys. Uh, simply said, um, sooner or later, they have this online touch point and hackers just need to find your private key. Um, and so what we do is we, we create these private keys completely offline um, together with you. Uh, so um, in a sort of a process where eventually when you have your final private key in a sort of interaction process, um, even us, the manufacturer, we have no idea of what your key could be because you make it uh, offline, standalone on your device, just you and the device. We have no way of knowing what kind of interactions you are doing with the device, so we cannot know your key. And neither can any attacker because your private key is created on the device and it is never ever exposed at any point in time afterwards. So we actually created a 100% offline device with which you can generate your private keys. You can um, then manage your wallets so you can receive and send uh, Bitcoin. And you can also sync your wallets to, an, to, let's say, a Coinbase account or, or to a software wallet. Wow. So um, that device that you're talking about, I imagine that, is that the, um, is that the Ingray Zero? Yes, Hardware exactly. And, yeah, so with that, um, what's cool that what you just said was that it's a device, you know, and I imagine with the device, you feel like, you're online, but you're you're totally offline. Can you describe a little bit more about just the 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 looks of the device and you know what makes it um, what makes it kind of different or uh, uniquely separated from like the big names out there like Trezor and Ledger when it comes to the like you know device and the solutions. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. Yes, so if, if, if you talk about the looks, yes, so uh, the incumbent wallets typically are USB sticks or USB-based uh, hardware wallets. And so they, they really have typically a very small uh, kind of form format, um, form factor. Um, our device is, is a touchscreen device. So it's a four-inch edge-to-edge touchscreen device. You can basically compare it a bit to a, a smaller smartphone. And we also um, use the horizontal orientation. So we, we actually uh, deliberately went away from the, the vertical orientation of the smartphone. Um, we built it from scratch. Yeah? So everything from, from the interior until everything you see on the device, we, we even built a, the, the circuitry, the electronic circuitry board from scratch um, to optimize basically the security of the device. Um, so if we talk about tamper, tamper uh, resistance, we actually have several different layers uh, that are completely uh, customized, custom built from scratch uh, on the device. Um, and like you said, I think the first big difference is 
the existing solutions, you need to connect them sooner or later in one way or another to uh, either a connected device or to a connection. So with a USB, you have to plug it into your computer and your experience is inherently or intrinsically online. With our solution, you just have a simple on and off button. So you just tap on that, the device pops on and you can do uh, any kind of action with the device without it ever needing to connect to another device or to a connection such as Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. So in a lot of ways, it kind of moves into my next question. It's almost like, um, you know, because there's a big misconception, and I I want you to talk about that as well, about the, the process of being able to buy, sell, and manage. Obviously, with the managing part, which is, dealing so much with security, but with the buy-sell component of being able to buy cryptocurrency, sell cryptocurrency, are you actually saying what I think you're saying, which is with the N-grade zero, you can actually do all three of those things on that device? Um, and which three things were you talking about, just to be sure? The buy, yeah, the buy, sell, and, uh, you know, obviously managing, which is, I mean, to me, it's kind of like, Managing the security of you know of it, you know obviously, which is I know that can be done, you know through the construction and the design and the solution base to that. But the buy sell piece, you know, the big misconception that you know you got to go through all these different channels and you got to you got to uh, onboard and offboard currency and do this and do that just to be able to get your hands on you know a currency. You know how how ha how is this solution kind of helping to uh, debunk some of these misconceptions and to diffuse it and just make the user experience more, you know, cool and easy? Yes, I think we need to make a couple of um, distinctions there. And so the first one is the, the use case of hardware wallets is typically to store your cryptocurrencies offline. It's, uh, it's not to buy uh, cryptocurrencies and then sell cryptocurrencies. It's right. not really about the tra transactional part. Uh, you, you really have to see it as um, if you compare it to the traditional world, you have a current account um, or let's say an account with which you basically do a lot of transactions and you can, you can compare that to your, uh, to your trading account. And then yeah. you have a savings and investments uh, block. Let's say 80% or 90% of generally people's uh, uh, net, net worth is in is in is in such uh, is in, in that part. And uh, it's the same for cryptocurrency uh, investors. Most of it is holdable, right? so hold for the long term. Um, and only a small part, 10 maybe 20%. And sometimes, obviously, you have professional traders, but generally, mostly it's uh, it's hold. And that's what the use case. Of a hardware wallet, is. so you can send the, the 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 crypto that you don't need uh, immediately. Uh, you can send it to an offline device, keep it there, and when you need it, you can pull it back up. The only problem today is that it's pretty cumbersome, and you need some sort of a technical savviness to do it. Um, meaning that uh, obviously, for most people, even just taking out that USB uh, stick part and plugging into the computer and having the feeling of suddenly all your crypto that was safely stored offline, you're actually bringing it online again. So there are all these kinds of hurdles of then putting it back online. And that's, that's, that's something, so, so that kind of stress is something that our solution takes away. So we really provide uh, a new layer of peace of mind because with our solution, you have just that on and off button and you know that the device itself can never connect. 
And the way we, we communicate or interact is purely through uh, QR codes. And so what is a QR code uh, intrinsically? It's basically a picture with data in it. And the only data we share is data that has not, that doesn't have any way of being connected back to that private key. So to, to, to keep it simple uh, or to, to make it simple, the, you create your private keys on the device. Then there will be, um, like I said before, uh, public keys uh, calculated from those private accounts. And those public keys will be basically your addresses or your accounts for the cryptocurrencies. And you just have to communicate those to uh, something that is online and connect to the blockchain. So we just have an app uh, that can scan the QR code on your offline hardware wallet. And that uh, QR code that is scanned basically contains only the uh, public keys, so the addresses. And those are loaded up, let's say, very easily into the, um, into the hot wallet or the mobile app that you have. And then from there on, you can, in real time, consult your accounts whenever you want. And if you want to receive transactions, you basically just have to show the, the QR code of the, of the public key, or you just copy-paste it on the clipboard. And if you want to sign a transaction, then you have to initiate it on your app. You show a QR code to the uh, hardware wallet, which has a camera in our case. And mm -hmm you verify the transaction you're about to sign on the offline device, and then you sign it with the private key, and you show a transaction that is assigned back to your uh, mobile phone. And your mobile phone can then send that message to the blockchain, which will only accept validly signed transactions. But, but there is not a single point where your private keys are exposed in that entire process. That is, that is, that is incredible. And, and um, going back to your early example of the the checking account, savings account, and let's say savings slash investment, and we would compare the checking account to be like your online wallet and your savings and investment being kind of like either like your cold storage or your offline wallet or your offline, you know, storage, storage facility. And using that same example, Dealing with the QR codes, which, which as you know, is becoming more and more popular, more and more familiar to the masses in terms of how, you know, information is shared. Essentially, it will be almost like uh, the, the comparison would be like if I want to move money from my savings to my, let's say, checking account, I can be able to just take a, take a picture of a QR code you know, to be able to have those two QR codes communicate with one another, and that money then is kind of posted into the checking account. Just trying to make it, you know, more simplified to someone who's not necessarily yeah. as, you know, as astute as we're we're talking in terms of the backend technology. So, so looking at it like that, your savings account is never really exposed to your online banking, let's say, and because it's not exposed to your online banking. It protects the money that you have in there, and it only gives a little bit of exposure to whatever money you then move from your savings to your checking. But even that is a secure transaction because, you know, it's, it's communicating through this QR code system. So that's kind yeah, of so we, in essence, we, we provide two big upgrades. The first one is security yeah, because you cannot beat anything that is offline when you're an online hacker if you cannot make uh, a single line of attack, 
then basically what can you do? Uh, so in that sense, it is unhackable or there are zero remote attack factors. Um, and indeed, we are using the technology with QR codes, which is something that is by now uh, widely adopted. And it's also very intuitive and fast. So whereas in the, in the normal, in, let's say in the existing status quo sense, you need um, to, to basically go through that pro process where you have to co connect or feel connected and put your crypto back online um, and, and basically have that, have that feeling of insecurity. That's something we completely take away by keeping it really offline. And secondly, we actually make it very fast. Uh, if taking one or two pictures uh, in, both, in both directions, it's something that so you can do in a matter of, let's say 10 to 20 seconds. So even if you would be a, uh, let's say a professional trader, you could, by the time you go to sleep at night, just keep your open trades open and everything else you can put it offline. The moment you wake up again, you can put it back online. It only takes you a, a matter of seconds. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's pretty cool because I think so many people leave that money, uh, you know, leave their crypto in these exchanges with this false security that, well, if it's in the exchange, it's somehow safe. And because it's so cumbersome and it's so um, overwhelming, especially to like, you know, people who are really starting to get into cryptocurrency trading and investing and buying crypto it's so overwhelming to then try to figure out okay I, I made all these trades or i just purchased some let's say bitcoin and now i gotta try to figure out how to then move it the right way from you know um uh, from the exchange to uh online wallet and then from online wallet to uh, offline wallet it's just so many steps and so much anxiety around that but what it sounds to me is that what you all been able to do is really make that very uh, make that process more simplistic, take the anxiety out of it, knowing that okay, yeah, you can do all the things you need to do on the exchange, but the money that you don't want to actually have out there, there's a place you can put it, and if you need to access it, you can access it very quickly and easily, and you can use you know things that you're already accustomed to using, like your QR codes and you know an app to be able to make sure that you're making you know, you know, the right moves. That's that's actually wonderful. That's actually very, very brilliant. Um, so look, I definitely, definitely need to get a device. So how would our listeners and just people in general, how how would they be able to get, you know, a hold of you guys and get more information about, you know, plugging into your solution, getting plugged in with your hardware. What's the process to be able to get that information and, you know, get, get, get plugged in with you guys? Yeah, I, I think like the way we uh, describe it right now is obviously a bit uh, abstract. But um, if you actually just go to our website, uh, so engrave.io, you will see, first thing you will see is our device right there in front of you showing you the screens. Uh, um, and it will, it will basically show you how you generate a key uh, live on the device and you will see that the, the flows are actually super intuitive. Um, that being said, so we announced on Monday as earlier this week that our Indiegogo campaign worldwide will launch the 26th of May, so around 26 or 25 days from now. Um, 
And you can also just go to the website and just click, uh, I want to be on the waiting list. And that's where you can, you will be, let's say, one of the first to, uh, to be in line on the first day to get one of these wallets at 50% discount. So we are actually offering it to the first uh, certain number uh, on the first day for a discount up to 50%, which is obviously huge. Um, and after that, the price will gradually increase over time. Oh, that's fantastic. So if, I mean, if it really is a ground floor opportunity, you know, for first movers to be able to get their devices at such a deep discount and be one of the first to, you know, really uh, be in the history books and be able to, uh, you know, be the first ones to, you know, engage with this new technology and, and you know, be the first to be able to truly secure their coins and their crypto in a very safe manner. So, yeah, definitely we're going to put that all in the show notes. You know, and yeah, certainly. And there is also um, actually there is also a competition that we just started, which will run for I think three weeks, um, where you can actually win one of ten combos. Uh, because we don't only have a hardware wallet, we also have a backup solution. Um, and so this is your chance to actually win one of these. Oh wow, wow, yeah, well definitely, definitely. I I have to get um, you know the links to that as well, so you know. Our audience can be plugged in with that because you know I would love to uh, you know uh, you know be involved, be into that campaign as well and you know so our listeners can be able to have a shot at getting one of these coveted hard hardware devices. Uh, last but not least, um, last but not least, there is as you know there's so much that's going on just in the crypto world. Uh, with all the volatility and things that are going on, you know, obviously, for for traders, it's 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 very exciting because there's so much volatility and so forth. Um, do you have any other? Uh, do you foresee any more things that you are going to be doing uh, to just encourage people with, um, you know, their storage needs or any other like pet projects that you all make? get involved with out, outside of the hardware to help, you know, the crypto you know, community to galvanize more around trading or around buying and selling of some sort? Yeah, so so I think, like, what, what we really stand for is fostering worldwide blockchain adoption. Um, and we saw our, our opportunity to uh, alleviate one of, or let's say take away one of the biggest hurdles, which is security, obviously. And we did that actually also a lot of the usability part. Uh, but for example, I'm also um, chapter lead for BitAngels in, uh, back in Europe. And I don't know if you know BitAngels, but it's, it's, it's a bit bigger in the US. So it's basically a community of, of uh, investors in blockchain and crypto projects. And um, there are many cities in the US that actually have, let's, uh, so to speak, a city leader that brings together within the area uh, projects together with investors. So I kind of do that on the side a bit for the Benelux, okay. the Belgium, Netherlands and Luxembourg. And yeah. um, that way I kind of control a bit of the traffic of these high, high uh, quality projects, good investors. And obviously our own company can, um, can benefit from that as well. And for us, it's also a way of giving back a bit towards the, the, the whole blockchain community. So you can actually get people in touch with each other, build a network, um, and so on. And also in the last two years, we actually went to a considerable amount of events 
and uh, by now we also are regularly invited uh, to to speak at some of these events. Obviously, now with the COVID, it's uh, everything has been cancelled, but um, sure. we will be we will be doing that as well afterwards. Um, and, and I also had like a trading community before I started in Wave, where we really talked about uh, different cryptocurrencies and their prices. Uh, just has been a hobby of mine to, to trade a bit uh, and do technical analysis on mostly on the stock markets. But then I got to meet obviously the the, the crypto markets, and as, as they say, they are a bit like the stock market on drugs. Everything happens ten times as fast, and that's that's obviously fun for a trader. Uh, but nowadays, um, obviously. I have to spend seven hours, uh, seven days a week. Sorry, uh, 20, let's say 15 hours a day, seven days a week on uh, on Engrave. I mean, we were still oh. a team of only three people, and we were yeah. partnered with many, many world-class institutions and our, our leaders in their fields. So we're not alone in this, but uh, the core team is still three people. So we really need to uh, focus. And for us, uh, Engrave is is way more, uh, way than big enough to. Um, I, to spend oh, our yeah. time on uh, like yeah so. well it's well it's definitely engrave is going to open i continue to widen the road that you're paving and there's going to be so many other things that's going to be able to travel down the road because you know if we don't have security private security the whole system that we know it you know can't collapse so it's very vital and what you guys are doing is, is absolutely amazing i got to get out there and see you man um you know i i get out to europe you know a lot from time to time because i do quite a few projects uh overseas and in the uh, african market uh so i got to make sure that next time i'm in europe you know that i can be able to tap in with you and you know meet the team and maybe even do a uh you know like a follow-up show that that would be really cool, you know, to sit down with you and actually do a follow-up show in Europe or wherever. Which which country are you based? Are you're in um are you in Romania? Or where are you all based? Belgium. 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 That's Brussels. Brussels. Okay. Brussels. Yes. Yes. So yeah, I'm 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 actually in um I'm I'm around when I come into Europe, I spend quite a bit of time in. Uh, the Netherlands and, you know, that area. So, yeah, definitely, definitely, you know, we have to do it. Well, look, we got to definitely do a follow-up show. And like I um, you know, was saying earlier offline, you know, when I saw your name, Ruben, first thing I thought about was the, the American Idol uh, star that, was, that, 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 that took the country by storm, and he's a big, you know, singing star. So I now, you know, for all my guests, I try to come up with a, you know, a little bit of a nickname, and you are definitely Big Ruben, the maestro of crypto security. So, um, you know, so I'm excited, you know, about what you guys are doing. So we got to do this again, Big Ruben. Sounds great, man. All and right. yes, come come to come to Europe whenever you get the chance again, because uh... yeah, yeah, there's a lot of. There's a lot of cool things happening there, and um, but I'm excited. So we'll do it again. Thank you so much, because I know you're busy. So I'm gonna let you get back to uh, making history and changing the world. And until next time, you know, we'll 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 uh, talk again. Sure. Well, you have to know that here it's like almost midnight, and I've had a long day, so I'm just a bit baked. <laughs> Maybe you hear that on the on the on the <laughs> on the podcast. But anyways. Thanks for saying I'm doing this show and uh yeah man. My so pleasure. We're excited. We're excited and, and, and we'll be in touch, okay?
Sounds good, man. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Ciao. Ciao. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, incredible, incredible. Ruben, unbelievable. I mean, just really, as soon as you think you've, you've learned everything, or you learn all the little nuances about cryptocurrency, you learn something new. Once again, Ruben of Ingrain bought the bought the heat. He bought the jewels. He bought all the, the keys, so to speak that you really need to be up on if you really want to get into this cryptocurrency game from a buying and selling and security perspective. Um, what was really cool about the, the interview too is being able to come up with analogies, being able to come up with real practical examples of how security can easily be compromised without getting too techy and you know out of space, so to speak. Um, but he, he, he has such a handle on the vision and solving a major, major problem. Now, you know, cryptocurrency is a bit down, you know, in terms of the mainstream consciousness and people have really kind of, I don't want to say forgotten about cryptocurrency, but we have to be reminded that it's, it's, it's really, uh, over time, cryptocurrency and buying and selling and, and, and just the intensity that we saw back in 2018 is going to come back to the marketplace. And not only is it going to come back, it's going to continue to grow. And when we start getting more and more practical uses for cryptocurrency, beyond the idea of being able to buy and sell and be able to use it on a more practical level when it comes to purchases and storage, the next major problem, major issue is going to be security. And so as uh, things become more and more online, things become more and more uh, virtual. I mean, the vision that Ruben and the team over uh, at Engrave have when it comes to being able to secure people as they go through this process is really um, it's practical, obviously. It's needed now, but it's going to be needed even more in the future. So it takes a huge vision, huge projection, huge future-mindedness, as I would call it, to be able to see beyond today and see what, what the world is going to be tomorrow and then also be working on the problems of tomorrow today. And security is not only a, a problem that we have now, but it's going to become an even larger problem as more and more people get plugged into you know using cryptocurrency as a part of their daily lives it's not necessarily a big 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 deal now because you know mainstream is still trying to figure out what they're doing with with cryptocurrency and i get it but i tell you this is a power play and him actually creating the infrastructure the team also creating just the, the means in which to make it practical and make it easy to make it functional make it user friendly is going to bring help just you know bring down those barriers um eventually even more so you guys make sure you check out the show notes i'll have the uh, link to uh the website so you can get more information about what they're doing um also make sure you follow them on all the social media platforms they're going to be doing some campaigns i'm probably going to get that link and share it later but they but they're going to be giving away 
um, they, they're going to be doing some kind of contest where they're going to be uh, giving you uh, as the as as the listeners the opportunity to be able to either win um, the the um, the hardware device. They're going to be doing some really really interesting campaigns. So you got to stay tuned. You got to stay plugged in with what they're doing. Make sure that you go to their their website, get on their their email list, so you can stay in step with what's actually happening with them. And um, and we're going to get them back on the show as well to do a follow up because it's going to be real interesting to see how they do their final rollout and the things that they're going to be involved in. So once again, shout out to Big Rude, the uh, maestro, as I call him, the maestro of cryptocurrency security. And shout out to Engrave and the whole team over there um, doing their thing. All right. So make sure you guys, you continue to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Haven't been as active, but still follow us because, you know, I'm going to keep putting up stuff here and there. But, you know, you can always uh, tap me on email at info at uh, CryptoSense. That's C-R-Y-P-T-O-C-E-N-T-Z dot com. You can always tap me there. Get plugged in with what we're doing. Um, if you want to hop on the show, you want to do a Q&A, whatever you are looking at doing, you, you, you can always get in contact with me. Of course, you can also slide in DMs as well on IG. Uh, I do answer that as well with, with all the messages that are coming in. So uh, make sure you stay plugged in with what we're doing. All right. So that's it for today's show, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. And we'll be back. I'm going to be releasing some more content. I had some more interviews that um, were recorded before, you know, the whole pandemic and all that. So we're going to be releasing some more of that stuff. Stay tuned for that as well. And uh, until next time, holla back.